Thank you for choosing to listen to episode number 37 of Kansas City Food Memories. It was great to be back live on the radio on KMBZ 98.1. But remember, this is a recorded podcast presentation of a live radio show, so do not call in or text in when, when prompted. Just pretend that doesn't happen. Sit back and enjoy. It's a great conversation with both Jim Eddy, restaurateur from Kansas City, and Jamie Farr, one of the Hollywood legends that's real down-to-earth and great to visit with. Thank you. This is Robert Dunsing, and thank you for tuning in today to Kansas City Food Memories. I'll be honest, I missed all of you last Saturday. We were able to do a Facebook Live as an experiment at the bakery, which is a lot of fun once we remembered to turn the mics on. Those of you that listen realize that we did that. My guest last week was Andrew Yates, the last producer for The Mike Murphy Show. We had a lot of fun telling stories, including some audio from Mike Murphy's very last broadcast, which was, uh, that was a little moving and disconcerting to hear that, but that was that was pretty neat. So you can either watch that, uh, the video of that on Facebook. Go to Best Regards KC. That's our Facebook page for our business, uh, Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. Or you can listen to the podcast on any of the podcast platforms, just like you can listen to this show. Now, we are live almost every Saturday at 10 a.m. to take a stroll down memory lane and talk about the good old days. We share stories about our favorite restaurants, food, people, and places from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Now, this show is made possible because of your support of Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. My wife and Sherry, my wife Sherry and I absolutely love Kansas City and view this show as an extension of our bakery. This is who we are. Now, if you've not yet done so, this will be a good time to put this phone number into your phone. Just put it under KBZ or KCFM. It's 913-586-7798. Let's get right to the program. I have a wonderful guest, one of my favorite people in the entire world, Jim Eddy. Welcome to the show. There you go. Well, good morning. Great to be here, yeah, Robert. I think, was this your third time back on the show now? I believe it is. Well, that's wonderful. And I hope it's uh, three of about a dozen. And it's, you know, I've met a lot of nice people in this business, but you are a true Kansas City treasure. And it's too often in life we don't tell the people that are in our lives how much they mean to us. And I want I want everybody in the world to know that about you. Well, back at you. This man over here is something else what he's doing. He's becoming the voice of Kansas City with his show here. I, it's it's a great show, and he brings on terrific people all the time. Well, Honor to be here. Well, thank you. You know, I, you're overstating me a little bit, but, you know, my intent, I've, I've from day one I've said that my – the people I admire most in the entertainment business were Mike Murphy and Toby Tobin. You know, the way that they were kind to people. Icons. And can talk to people. And I miss those days, you know, the Mike Murphy show. And last week when we had the – I did an entire hour directly on Mike Murphy. That was fun, mm-hmm. a trip back in time. So if I can just capture just a small 2 or 3% of the spirit of this show, I'm good with that. Mike had a great attitude. He used to say, if you can't go through life with a chuckle and a grin, life is going to do you in. Yep. And boy, does that that's what you have to do. When you're down and out, get to, get up and start fighting. Yep. <laughs> I saw there's a quote that says, if you're going through hell, keep going. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's got me through. And the, the other reason that I just absolutely love you, Jim, is that the food business is absolutely brutal now. I don't know if it used to be like that. You know, back in the um, 50s and 60s, it was not. It back in those days, the restaurant business, most places, it was a career. You had your 
kitchen staff and your wait staff, and they made a career out of it, and they helped in the kitchen, a dishwasher, and get up to be a line cook, and then a sous chef, or get into the Garmin J, mm-hmm. the, the salad department, or become the chef, or a sous chef. And in the dining room, busboy, waiter, or waitress, then maybe become a captain, and then the maitre d', and maybe a full manager, but it was a career. It was a career path. Mm-hmm. Today, in most cases, it's not a career path. They're, your employees, the wonderful as some of them really are and some of them aren't today, unfortunately, it's not a career like it used to be. Some restaurants here, the very successful ones, we, we talked about this before the show, Jasper's. Uh, Bristol. The Bristol. Wow. Was yep. there last night for dinner, having Good a brain, brain freeze. The Bristol, and there's many others. The yeah. Casconis, their employees have been there for years. That's why they're successful. Yeah, because they don't have the big turnover and help. Well, the you know, so many restaurants career. owners now complain that it's the employees of the problem, and I I don't see it that way. The problem starts at the top with the owners of the restaurants. That's right. Because that's that's where the problem I have is that it's so cutthroat between on, owners. And I've mentioned on here before, I think vast majority of restaurant owners, and I've talked about this with Jasper, a lot of these business owners view this as a zero-sum mm-hmm. business. And what that means, if you don't understand that, is that the only way they can succeed is at my expense. Mm-hmm. And what they don't understand is that a rising tide raises all boats. That's right. Last time you were on here, you talked about, I think, were you the first uh, Popeye's franchise in Kansas City? In Kansas City, yes. Yeah. And I, I loved hearing that story, and you didn't hate Kentucky Fried Chicken. No, they're our competitor. They've yeah. been in business longer than Popeye's. Yeah. They're one of the largest restaurant chains in the yeah. world. Is that bad? We compete with them. Right. And that competition and, is so important. And it, and it made both of you better. Absolutely. And, and they're trying made, not to. They're trying to outdo us. We're trying to outdo yeah. them. Competition's great. That, they were all that, good friends yep. and colleagues. Yep. We should have learned that with the phone business when, <laughs> you know, with AT&T. But, oh, yeah. But, you know, with, with Jasper is that, and there may be others like that, owners like Jasper. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, I need to meet them. Yes. Because there are plenty of them out there. You know, that, that he, like I tried, I try to help as many restaurants as I can. And this show is, I'm not a, an, an, an employee of the station. I buy the airtime for this show. Mm-hmm. And I don't charge anybody to be on my show. So I'm, I'm paying for this out of my own pocket. So I'm not a very smart business person. Well, but I love what you're I do. creating an iconic show here. Yeah. And the thing that you have to do in a restaurant is when the times are called for, that you have to step in and wash dishes yeah. or wait on tables oh, yeah. or cook. You do it, and your employees see the boss doing it, and they gain a little more respect yeah. for you. It's very important. Yep. Very important. All right, so um, uh, we have a very good friend of yours calling in as a guest in uh, about three minutes. I want to ask you about this. So one of the topics that comes up a lot are Italian steak sandwiches mm-hmm. in Kansas City, and everybody seems to be either in Camp Norm Zesto or Camp Wimpy's. Mm-hmm. And it's just people swear they one was better than the other. And recently on Facebook, there was a whole discussion I got and so the, the, uh, let me just read you this quote and see if this if makes any sense to you. He said, to keep that in mind, so I once told Sam, w- which is Wimpy's, that Norm's Italian steaks tasted like his. And then he said they ought to. We both had a place together in 47th and Prospect, and we both have the same menu. Had you ever heard that before? I'd never heard that story I hadn't before. either. Uh-uh. 
So apparently back in the day, and I don't know when, so if there's any listeners out there um, at the second half of the show, if you remember some restaurant at 47 The Prospect, that maybe the two of them worked together, Norm Zesto and Sam Wimpy, mm-hmm. I'd like to hear that story. But let's save that for about 1030 because we're going to have somebody calling in in just a little bit. But it's, you know, I find that absolutely fascinating, you know, that where things start, but, and we kind of forget the details of where they came from and what they become. Yeah, in the restaurant fraternity, the restaurant association, the owners and the uh, allied members, there's a tremendous fraternity of men and women that do a lot of things together and share a lot. You know, it's, my old saying is you take one idea, it's stealing. You take 10, it's research in our business. Mm-hmm. And we all do a lot of research. Yeah. Well, I just remembered the uh, name of the other person, the third person, that Ed Holland. Oh. I mean, he absolutely, it, he did this before I did. And, you know, he and Jasper were two people that, and Ed was involved with the Missouri Restaurant Association oh, big and time. other things. And, big time. And he's helped us quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll, a little bit later on, he's going to come do a um, an event at our bakery to help us out and help the show. Good. So, good but for I mean, him. he's he's one of, he's one of the good guys. Absolutely, I miss that EBT so bad. All right, so I have uh, we have the guest on the line. So okay. you want to go ahead and put your headphones on? Okay. All right, Chris, let's go ahead and go to line nine with my special guest, Jamie. Are you there? Yeah, I, I am here. Thankfully, well, yes. I, I feel like I should I should call you Mister Far. No, 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 no. Please call me Jamie. Well, I, I, Appreciate that. Well, okay. So, how long have you known Jim Eddy? Oh my goodness, I can't go back that far. I don't <laughs> think. I, well, you don't I, have to I do knew it yourself. Jim Eddy before Jim Eddy knew of me, because <laughs> uh, when you were in our show business and uh, you knew all of the nightclubs, for example, that were in New York City, uh, like the Copa, you know, and the Borsch Belt uh, up in New York State, and then the the uh, the Paris in Chicago. Eddie's nightclub after uh, the Chez Paris was the place to go and be. And all of the people, the performers in there, were very thrilled to play Eddie's in Kansas City. I never got the opportunity to do that because I wasn't very good <laughs> at that point in my life. But to know Jim Eddie is a real treat. So you did, uh, did you start off in stand-up comedy before you went into acting? No, or? I didn't. I, I did not do that. I, I thought I was doing that. Uh, when I went to the Pasadena Playhouse after high school to uh, to study acting, and uh, and and I didn't realize that when you were doing a play, you had to say all the words that the uh, the playwright had written. <laughs> so I thought if I had a, a, a funnier line, I'd put that in there. And of course, the everybody went crazy. No, no, no! You have to do it this way, this way. So. I decided, no, I wasn't going to be a comedian. I was going to be a comedy actor, and there's a, a big difference. Oh, absolutely. Okay, um, I want to jump around a lot. My listeners understand this, but my guest here is Jamie Farr, and in studio I have Jim Eddy. Let me ask you real quick, uh, d- did you work with Rodney Dangerfield one time? I did indeed. Yes, I did. I worked with so many of the comedians. Uh, of course, one of the uh, the funniest things he ever said to me when I did his special is uh, I had a line to say, and I said it on the on the air with him. Uh, it was a, a a a video, and he said, "Oh, he said you wouldn't have said it that way." <laughs> <laughs> so was he a legend when you met him, or was he just no, no, he was a legend like at the time. Yeah, that uh, when I met him. most of the the comics that I work with, uh, and I've had a you know wonderful uh, career. Uh, with not only with comics, but with uh, wonderful uh, actors and actresses, 
But, uh, you know, Danny Kay, Bob Hope, uh, Red Skelton, uh, George Burns, uh, I'm trying to think of all of the, uh, the, uh, the Ritz brothers. Uh, Were you in Cannibal Run? Mo Howard of the Three Stooges. Yeah, did you do, Uh, did you have a part in Cannibal Run? I, I did indeed. I was the sheik. I was the one that, uh. Uh, that uh, put put up the money for the the cannonball run. As a matter of fact, uh, I still get a lot of fan mail uh, from that because the cast was just absolutely incredible. Yeah, I mean, of course, well, that movie ahead. and um, uh, it's a it's a what's a it's a something something world. Oh God, I'm drawing a blank. We used to watch that, but that was an ensemble. Of, of no, legendary. I didn't do that one. That no, was no, Stanley Kramer's the, movie. That was with Spencer Tracy and all the yeah, comics. No, I was, no I was, uh, what I was, what I was thinking was that those two movies were absolutely iconic at the time because they had just the cast. I don't yeah. think you could. I don't think you could assemble something like that today. Uh, that I, I do not know, but I know that the uh, the critics absolutely despise the Cannonball Run movies, oh. and it made a ton of money. And they did three of them, and I was in all three of them because, obviously, as the sheik, I'm providing the money. Yeah. So, uh, was there any one comedian or actor on that on that cast that really you enjoyed meeting the most? Or uh, well, I enjoyed meeting all of them, uh, and I mean, they were all very special in their own way. The the one I so enjoyed uh, being with because he was absolutely charming and fun to be with was Dean Martin. He was absolutely just fun. Uh, to, to, to just be around. Um, yeah, the uh, uh, Burt Reynolds, of course, and Dom DeLuise and Sammy Davis Jr. and Telly Savalas and uh, Charles Nelson Wright. I mean, they, they, it was just, just loaded with absolutely wonderful talent. Roger Moore, of course, and Farrah Fawcett. And, uh, I don't have the, uh, the sheet in front of me, but it was just really star-studded. Jackie Chan... I think Burt Convy, Tony Danza, Catherine Bach. Uh, my goodness, uh, I, 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 my memory can't uh, remember oh, all no, the, 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 uh, the yeah, names. Top in it. All right, so for my listeners, we'll move on from this. But for all my listeners out there that love reliving the good old days, go back and watch Cannibal Run, and it's a mad, 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 mad world. Those two movies just capture everybody that was something entertaining back in the day. All right, indeed, uh, it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, I don't think there's too many of us left from Cannonball. I think Jackie Chen is still around. Catherine Bach, I saw. Uh, Tony Danza. And uh, Adrian Barbeau, I think, was also in it. Adrian's still with us. And, oh, she, she helped uh, and me get through my teenage years. I'm still with us. So. Yeah, Adrian Barbeau got me through my teenage years. <laughs> <laughs> Her and Farrah Fawcett. That was. Yeah, that's my teenage years. All right, Jamie, so. Tell me about Jim Eddy. You know, um, food coming. You, you've been to Kansas City quite a bit. I know you've done. I, indeed, I love Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri, uh, especially over Overland Park area where the new theater is. And uh, I, Jim, how how did we meet? I forgot. Was it you came to the theater or something, or yes. was it at one of the social events that we were at? Well, I want to say we met. We went to the dinner theater to see you, and <clears throat> we sat with Joey, your wife, and she took us backstage after the show, and we met for the first time, and hell, that was a long time ago, and I know. <laughs> we got to be friends, and 
My dear wife used to take you Lebanese yogurt and uh, biscuits oh, the in the morning yeah. where you were, uh, <laughs> Dennis and Hennessy and Carruthers had you uh, billeted with all the stars, stayed that little home over there. Yes. And uh, she'd drive over, because it was about three blocks from where we lived, and give you breakfast every morning. <laughs> and those were the days we got to know each other. And then we had you over at the house one time, and our dear friend Father Weris was there, the Padre. Oh, yes. You named, you named Jerry the Padre, whether you realize it or not. He still goes. <laughs> everyone calls him the Padre now. And uh, that's really how we got the become terrific friends when we were in your home and then we've been in your home and you in our home and back and forth over the years. It's just a great relationship. And many people don't know this, but my first cousin's husband is Jamie's first cousin. Oh, that's right. The Seymour family. The Seymour was, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy sent me a text yesterday. He heard that you were going to be on the show. I think he's listening from Los Angeles. Oh, great. Yeah, the, that was on my dad's side of, uh, of the family. And right. that. But, you know, I, I had known of you uh, because a very dear Lebanese friend of mine who was part of the comedy team with Marty Allen before oh. it became Allen and Rossi was yeah. Allen and DeWood, Mitch DeWood. Mitch DeWood. I, and Mitch um, used to talk about Eddie's in, in Kansas City and yeah. that. And I had never met you at that time, but I certainly got a lot of information yeah. From him and from uh, Marty Allen, uh, they were a great what a comedy club team. You had oh, the old days when the supper clubs were going. Golly, I'd give my right arm and left arm to have those <laughs> days back. I swear, they were fantastic. And you also told me that one of the performers there, who was a big star, was not related to you, Nelson Eddy. <laughs> no, no, he played there. Eight years in a row and was held over for three weeks several times. He and Gail Sherwood, they were phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. I, I think it's as as an outsider to listening, it's fascinating to me that two complete strangers that are very well known in your old circles were able to meet and, and create a friendship, a long-term friendship. That's what it's all about. That's in this life, decades. you've got to reach out and love love the people that you meet, support them, and... All right. Well, before I forget, I've been trying to get Hennessy and Carruthers from the New Theater Restaurant to, to come on the show, or one of them. I know one of them doesn't like doing publicity, but they have so many old stories, oh, you know, about Kansas City restaurants. The, 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 what they created with their restaurant, with the high-end buffet, I think is fantastic. I love going there. They bring in, you know, r older stars that mm -hmm. we're all familiar with. I'd love to have them on the show, but they will not call me back because they... I, they think I'm trying to sell them advertising. I've left messages for them. Jamie, you can probably get through, too. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to talk to them. Yeah, they, they are both absolutely uh, wonderful. And, and as you say, uh, they're, they're, they're not only very wise business people and very talented uh, producers, directors, but uh, they're very good people to uh, to be with. And oh, that's, that's, I think I'm, they started the in, in the Kansas City downtown area. I, I, this is long plaza. before I yep. uh, came along with their uh, their theater in New uh, in uh, Overland Park. It was called the Attic or something. I think it was uh, Tiffany's, Tiffany's Attic. Attic. Yeah, exactly. And that became very successful. And then they moved on to the uh, dinner. And their their food is very good too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, at, at the uh, theater, they have built the greatest dinner show in America, these two guys.
and they're to be applauded because and the food is fabulous. It's a great evening to go there. Uh, how see they a show. Can, I'd love to know how they can turn out that quantity of food in about 45 minutes. <laughs> uh, and it's top-notch. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. Well, when you're in the restaurant, they're in the restaurant business, yeah. basically. Yeah. They've got good help back there. Probably take care of them, and they've been yeah. there for years. Yeah. But their system works. It's it's really a pleasure to go there. Bob, call call the new theater and talk to Joe Fox. Have you ever talked to Joe? I don't know. I have a whole page of list. I, I will yeah, call go, him Go up. talk to Joe Fox. Tell him you talked to me and, and uh, tell him that uh, you'd love to have uh, uh, Richard and, uh, and Dennis uh, or one of them, you I, know, on I, the, uh, on the uh, show just right. to talk about that. I think Morgan Fairchild is there now. Morgan's a dear friend of mine. She and, is. Uh, yeah, she's uh, doing the show. They've had just about every name that you can think of that uh, – well, it was a, 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 a it was so well known on television and movies and and that the uh, people the audience still enjoys. Oh to, yeah, Don uh, Knotts. I, I don't know how oh, many Don times Knotts, they named the they named the uh, one of their balconies after Don. Don was there, I think, ten times, mm. and uh, I, I think I was there ten times. Holy cow! So, what was the first show you did? Was it Starlight? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't remember meeting Jim Eddy, you think I yeah, no, that's all right. All right, <laughs> at so our ages, Jim and I, we, we we forgot what we had for breakfast already. Today. That's all right. <laughs> so, Correct. So, uh, Jim or Jamie, either one. Was there any restaurants that you would go to in Kansas City? Uh-huh. Yeah, there was a couple of them that I, I really like. I can't remember the name of it. One was near uh, the Hen House, and there. Shopping area there in Overland Park. It was something Bristol something. I, yeah, I Bristol. Think. Yep. Was that called? Was that what it was called? Yes, I was there last night. It was night. a great steakhouse in Kansas City, uh, Missouri, across from the uh, hotel, the big hotel that they, everybody used to stay in. It was like a New York steakhouse. It had all the white tile in it, and and the waiters had white jackets, and and I can't. Make, it might have been called the Steakhouse for all I know. And it was wonderful. We used to go in there. Whereabouts was it? In in Kansas City, Missouri. No, but what part of town do you remember? Uh, it, it was in a nice part of town. What, it was Crown Center the, or the Plaza? It was across from the the, the nice hotel. I can't remember uh, the name the of all the hotels that were there, but it was the the big hotel where all of the uh, people, uh, celebrities, and that used Mule-Buck? to stay. Must have been the Mulebach downtown, or it yeah, could have been probably. Crown Center. Yeah, I think you're right. Yes, indeed. Oh, and our favorite department store, oh, we loved it, was Jacobson's. Oh, I wish they were still here. Yeah, me too. That was great. And, of course, you know, Jack Stacks. and uh, Great barbecue. And, uh, you have a great barbecue. And and all your uh, the friends, you know, Pat Cockrell sure. um, and and uh, Jim Karinke and all. You, first of all, you had wonderful actors and actresses in in the Kansas City area that were residents there. And, of course, uh, some of them had gone to the University of Missouri and some of them Kansas State or some of them to Kansas. And if I got uh, some of the actors in the show that I was doing and they went to the different uh, universities, they'd always be arguing, of course, when the football games came on. <laughs> so backstage or in the green room, <laughs> there was always some kind of diversified conversation going on about who was going to win. All right, uh, Jamie. So I was when I, we talked earlier this week. I was surprised to learn that you really are from Toledo, Ohio. Yes, indeed, born and raised there. Yeah, because that was such a big part of the uh, the show Mash that that's where you were from. 
And so I thought that was just a funny, interesting well, there's, coincidence. Uh, there's uh, two stories uh, that uh, revolve around the, the reason I was from Toledo. The producer, Gene Reynolds, uh, was born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, and he, be, he went to Hollywood with his family, and he became a child star at MGM along uh, at the time that Mickey Rooney was uh, there. And he was from Cleveland, and Larry Galbart, who created my character and named my character after a childhood friend that he had had in Chicago. That's where the uh, Galbart family came from before they went to uh, California. Larry Galbart, Harry's, uh, Harry Galbart's, uh, Harry Galbart was Larry Galbart's father, and he was a barber in Beverly Hills. And he was the barber to all the comedians, uh, Jack Benny, Sid Caesar, Danny Thomas, Milton Berle and that. And uh, Larry, at that time, was a student at Fairfax High in Los Angeles and wanted to be a writer. And he would write jokes down, give them to his father, and see if any of the top comedians would use any of the jokes. Well, none of them wanted to see it, except for one person, Danny Thomas, who's uh, Lebanese and from Toledo, Ohio. And Danny bought Larry Galbart's first jokes and, and, and put them on the air when Danny was uh, doing radio and then later on, you know, in, in, uh, in television. So as a payback to uh, Danny Thomas, he made my character uh, from Toledo, which coincided with uh, what Gene Reynolds had wanted to do. Huh. So you, you didn't start till what, season three? No, I was on the uh, I was in the very first season. Oh, okay. I, I didn't I wasn't put under contract until season three. Oh, okay, that I was came the... on for one day in season one about the fourth or fifth show called Chief Surgeon Who, and had about four lines. And I always say, gee, I came on for one day and stayed for eleven years. That's a pretty good parlay. <laughs> so season three is when you, your role became uh, much more prominent. That, wasn't that the year that Harry Morgan also joined? Yes. Harry what? Morgan and Mike Farrell. So what and, was Harry and, uh, Morgan like? Oh, he was he was the patriarch. We all love Harry. Uh, we still talk about him. And uh, uh, not only was he a, a wonderful, wonderful, uh, complete actor, could do anything, farce, uh, dramatics, uh, uh, you name anything. And Harry was capable of, of providing that. Uh he was just the most wonderful person to work with. Very, very, very kind man and wise man. All right, uh, Jamie, I'm going to have to take a quick break, so stay on, um, just stay on hold right there. What do you think about what's a classic Lebanese food that those of us who don't have it really need to go try? So when I come back to you, uh, think about that for a moment. All right. All right, so for everybody out there, if you have a question or story about either Jim Eddie or Jamie Farr, now would be a good time to call. So um, our phone number again is 913-586-7798. Chris is manning the lines. We have about six phone lines, but he has a look of confidence that he can handle all the calls coming in at once. So if you have a phone call or a question for either Jim Eddie, Jamie Farr, or maybe a memory of either one of those two that that just made your day back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, uh, we welcome your call. For everybody else now, if you enjoy this program, be sure to follow Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. The number one way is to sign up for our email newsletter at makethemsmile.com. Number two is to follow us on Facebook. We now have over 15,000 followers, and they've been a great resource for us as a growing business. Number one, I'm excited to announce that our very first KCFM 
dinner, meet, and greet is scheduled for this Wednesday night. Dinner will be Costello's Greenhouse Italian Wedding Soup, our chicken Caesar dinner salad, made, which is made with a scratch-made dressing that's inspired by EBT and Jasper's, and dessert will be made by the very own famed Bananas Foster by Ed Holland himself. So he's coming to our place to make Bananas Foster for everybody coming. Tickets are limited and can be purchased right now at bestregardsonline.com or just go to makethemsmile.com for the shortcut. Now, here's the important part. If you enjoy this show, all proceeds from this event will go to keeping this show on the air every Saturday morning. Up to this point, I've been paying for everything out of my pocket, and that's only going to go so far before my wife cuts me off. If you know my wife, Sherry, she she runs the bakery. Then a few weeks ago, this is going to be a fun surprise, Jasper issued me a personal challenge to create a cannoli for National Cannoli Month. And, Jim, if you open that box, you'll see that. Mm-hmm. So today, today only, we are selling a Chantilly cake cannoli that we're making in honor of National Cannoli Month. So we sold about 120 of them so far, so we're still doing good. But that will be for sale today only at Best Regards Bakery and Cafe, 119th in Glenwood, which is about two blocks east of Metcalf. I'll give directions a little bit later. All right, so let's go back to the phone line. Jamie, are you still there? Yes. Are you there? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. I can barely hear you. Well, I'm, oh, I haven't oh, moved. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Now your voice <laughs> maybe, is clear. Maybe you got too many cannolis in your ears. Yeah. All right. So uh, two questions. I'll get to the food in a second. So you're one of these actors that has a different stage name from your original name. What do your friends or any of your friends or acquaintances? call you Jamie Farr, they go with your original name. No, a lot of them uh, on the set, they used to call me by my original name. Okay. used to do the same thing with Alan Alda. You know, Alan Alda, was real name was Alfonso de Abruzzo, <laughs> and he was from Abruzzi. His dad, Bob Alda, was the one that changed the, the name. So we used to call him Alphonse, or we'd call him de Abruzzo. And with me, they, uh, they used to call me Jamil, which was my first uh, right. first name. I changed it uh, because everybody uh, used to call me Schlumio, you know, in the business. Right. So I said, I'll change it to Jamie, and then they started calling me Jaime, so you can't win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny. All right, so tell me about what's a Lebanese dish that if we're going to try something, we need to try that. Well, it, uh, it, it's a tough thing to say, and, and, and Jim has to know this one. Jim, you know Sheikh Al-Mishi? I love it. Yeah, an eggplant uh, dish. It's something similar to eggplant parmesan, which the Italians make, but we don't put any of the uh, the cheese in it. It's made with slices of eggplant with tomato and garlic and and uh, lamb, and that and it's baked in the oven. And uh, that is one of my favorite dishes. I uh, okay. What was it called again? Be called eggplant, uh, uh, roasted eggplant, or something. Not not baba ganoush. Baba ganoush is made from eggplant, but that's a dip. Right. Okay. So what did you call that again? Shechel mishi. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back and listen to this tape in slow motion. Don't even try to say it. Oh no. All right. So any listeners out there? All right. So let's do this. So if there's anybody out there that knows of a restaurant in Kansas City that serves that dish. You can text in to my line, which is at the same 913-586-7798. You can send that in, or you can call in if you have a good story about that. Do, so they, we'll, do they have any Lebanese restaurants there in the area? I, I don't remember if I ever went to one in the, in the Kansas City area. Yes, we do. do. They? they do? We really do. Do you, oh, wow. do you know the name of one, Jim? 
Well, there's one that's out of Wichita that's open <clears throat> over in uh, Corn Square called Medi's, M-E-D-D-Y-S, Medi's, and their food is excellent. Okay. Then we've got uh, three or four others around the city, and I can't call all their names. No. I right. don't get out as much as I used to, but well, for my I know po- we got some good ones. All right. Well, I'll put that in my next email. I'll do the research. Now, for the listeners, you know, I'm not a professional at this. If I were, I would have researched that and had that for Jamie already, but I'll I'll make up for it afterwards. All right. So um, hold on, Jamie. We have somebody on line one. Chris, let's go to Jeff in line one. Hi, Jamie. My, I, I just, I've always loved your character on MASH. But my favorite line still on, with almost you, on TV sitcoms was when the guy pulled up to you and you were a guard. And he said, hey, up close, you're a guy. And you said, uh, far away, too. <laughs> uh, Jamie, could you hear that caller? No, I could not. I didn't hear you either. I kept saying, am I still on? And where's Jeff? <laughs> oh, all right. So, um, okay, Jeff, I'm going to have to let you go. Uh, somehow okay. our lines are crossed. We can, the listeners can hear it. So Jamie Jeff said that he absolutely loved your character on MASH, and he said his favorite line out of that whole show was you were a guard. Somebody came up and up said, well, up close, you look like a man, or you're a man. That was Ed Winter who played the Colonel Flag uh, at a poker (laughs) game that we had, and I had one of those silly outfits uh, that I had on, and uh, and he thought uh, supposedly I was a woman until he sat down next to me, and he said, "Up close, you you look like a man." I said, "Also far away." You know? <laughs> All right, okay. How amazing is the, okay, Jamie? What you don't understand is that that's the line that he quoted. Yeah, I mean, did, no, I know oh, that's it. That's why I'm repeating it. <laughs> well, you know, so Jamie, so you've you've had literally thousands of roles. You know, I I, I went on IMDb and just kind of looked up. Every show that I loved from the 70s and the 80s, it seemed like you appeared on that show at least once. Yeah, well, I worked with Lucille Ball. I worked with, I, as I told you, you know, Danny Kane, Bob Hope, Milton Burl, Red Skelton, uh, Ed Wynn, uh, all of the uh, wonderful, wonderful comedians. And that. Plus, I worked with some of the really wonderful, uh, great actors, uh, uh, Charlton Heston, uh, hmm. Van Heflin, uh, William Holden, Glenn Ford, Sidney Poitier, uh, Louis Calhoun, uh, Ann Baxter. Uh, I worked with uh, Forrest Tucker, uh, Bruce Bennett. I'm trying to remember uh, uh, quite a few of the uh, the wonderful actors and actresses in my career. I worked with great directors: George Stevens, Richard Brooks, uh, Tony Richardson. Um, I mean, again, uh, it's. It, I look back and I think, what a what a fortunate guy I am with a modest amount of talent and looks, and that, to be able to have stayed in this business for seventy years and make a living. You know, they they say once an actor, always a waiter. Yeah. All right. Uh, hold on just a second, Jamie. All right. For the listeners out there, apparently we have technical issues with the phone lines. So if you have a question for either Jim or Jamie, go ahead and text that question in. The phone number is the same, 913-586-7798. And somebody on the text line suggested maybe that was the Colony Steakhouse. That was the amazing steak restaurant downtown Kansas City. I that don't you've... know. Whether it was. I couldn't, couldn't remember the name of it, but it okay. was the... Yeah, it was like a New York little steakhouse, yeah. as I said. The, uh, it was one like we have. A, we have a wonderful restaurant that's still around here in uh, in Hollywood called Musso Frank's, 
and that's still there. The waiters still have the vests on, and that, and it's still the same way as I recall. You know, the Brown Derby and Chasen's and uh, uh, Nicodell's and all the other restaurants that were uh, famous uh, in the Hollywood area for years, they're all gone now. Uh, Perino's, and I'm, I, I can't think of, uh, again, all of the names. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Musel Frank's is still around. That's in Hollywood. Their food is still great, and it's a fun restaurant to go to. All right, um, Jamie, I have one caller on hold. I'm, I'm going to try to take this call since um, uh, she called in before I asked the people to text. So, Chris, if we have to, I'll repeat the question. So, Chris, let's go and go to line one with Lori. Hi, this is Lori E.C. from Alliance, Nebraska. And, uh, Jimmy, I know you know me because we are cousins. That's right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I was such a little girl back in the day when the prom uh, was operating. I'd like you to expound more on that and tell the listeners and me more about it, please. The Prom Sheraton Hotel, Sixth and Main. Uh, and did and was there? Did you all have a restaurant there? Yes, we had two of them uh, over the years, and it was a very popular hotel and the restaurants. And then when Municipal Airport moved to KCI ourselves at the prom and the Hilton Inn up on the overlooks the airport up on the hill to the west of uh, Maine there, those hotels collapsed. We were the restaurant operators and and all the people that stayed in those hotels because they were adjacent to the airport basically just collapsed. There was no more business. It all went to KCI. But those were great days. We had a restaurant down there uh, that my cousin Leroy operated uh, called Chateau Le Bouffe. It was a first-class steakhouse. Then we had the prom coffee shop and the cocktail lounge and room service and all that kind of thing. But it went on. We were down there from 1959 to somewhere in the middle 70s. And uh, the hotel couldn't last any longer because KCI opened up in 72 and it just, no more business for those hotels. So they right. imploded them. They're not, they're parking lots now. Okay. But those were great well, days down there at the prom. All right. Well, Lori, thank you for calling in. We've got to uh, get to some other material, but I appreciate Absolutely. you calling in. And uh, feel free so to call in again or come into the bakery so we can talk and get some notes going. Okay, bye now. All right, thank you. All right, sorry about that, Jamie. It's, it's, it's all right. Uh, I, I, I got some information. He didn't know about the Jim Eddy dynasty there. Oh, you were <laughs> able to hear it this time. Yeah, I, I heard Jim. I, I didn't oh, hear okay. the, uh, the caller. Yeah, well, we'll have to do some checking. Apparently, there's some. Uh, they went to a computerized system about a year ago, and there's some issues there, so... Uh, okay. Next time I Anything have you, on, you deal with computers. Oh, is yeah. always an issue. Well, next time I have you on, I'll make sure we have our uh, ducks in a row on that. <laughs> so I, I appreciate your patience. All right. Uh, so I know you traveled all over the place doing dinner theaters and like starlight theaters. And things like, what other city did you find as interesting as Kansas City? What other city? Yeah. Probably Edmonton, Canada, because I played up there quite a, quite often. There's a theater, uh, uh, I think it was Stage West, it's, uh, it was called. And I, I was called back uh, there many times as well. 
you know, when and uh, when you're doing a series, uh, you have a certain amount of time that you uh, you have to uh, do the show, and then you have several months off. So during those months, if you're not doing, uh, you know, a movie of the week, or uh, you happen to get a job in the film or something, you'd find other places to work. So uh, the dinner theaters were available, and uh, that we had name value, and people would ask for us to come in to do certain plays. And if you did well, you, you know, you did uh, well at the box office, they'd call you back. As a matter of fact, they tried to get you already for the next year when they knew you were on hiatus and not shooting your series, uh, they'd call you back. So that's another theater that I used to go to, uh, and, I, and I got to know the people in Edmonton. And I don't know if you know this or not, Jim, but there's a lot of uh, Lebanese people in the Edmonton area as well. I, they, a lot of them settled there when they came from the... Lebanon to Canada, and Edmonton has a big population there. Do you recall, I think it was your 80th birthday, that I arranged with Joey to bring Padre and my wife and I come up there and surprise you in Edmonton. Do you recall that? Yes, I do. I mean, I remember, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the Peckett family owned the uh, owned the restaurant and the, uh, and the theater, and the... Um, uh, the Kashkar family, uh, Jenny Kashkar, uh, yes. unfortunately she passed away. But uh, the Peckett family owned uh, hotels and uh, a lot of these theaters across Canada. It was a wonderful, wonderful family. You, you, uh, you sent us to a Lebanese restaurant in Edmonton. Okay, and I can't remember I, the name of it, and I'm going to tell you either. what, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? There's another thing, I, I, Bob. Uh, when you're on TV and you're in people's homes and, you know, you're, you've been there for many, many years, you, you become part of their families. So when they see you, it's not like, uh, as Carl Reiner used to say, uh, you know, it's not like when you're watching somebody on a big movie screen because the character that's on the movie screen is a lot larger than you are sitting in the audience. But with TV, you're bigger, than the, except for the new TV sets that they have that are so large. But you're bigger than the, the people that they see, you know, on TV. So when they see you, they, they, they can't, they, they want to hug you. They want to tell you how much they like you and that, it, which is a wonderful, wonderful, uh, uh, something to really enjoy when, when you, especially when you get out of the Hollywood area, because people are used to us, you know, in this area, but you go someplace else and they're so excited to see you and want to talk to you. It well, really is an honor. Well, Jamie, that's what's so endearing about you. I remember back in the 90s, there was a local radio show host here, uh, Mike Murphy. And he had yes, a guest. I remember his that name. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, he had a guest on that was another character from MASH. And right before he went on the air with Mike Murphy, he told the producer, do not ask me anything about MASH. I do not choose to speak about that. I, I, I know the actor, and I will not mention the well, actor's name. <laughs> well, I won't either because he's passed. But, but, you know, but that's, there's too often we've seen and heard stories about that. To have somebody like you that's had a wonderful life and you don't begrudge us regular people, you know, our happiness and joy in meeting you. I, I want to thank you for that. Well, it's my pleasure. I mean, uh, you know, that's it. You got to. You got to enjoy what you. Do. I wrote in my book that you know, especially in our business, and, and as Jim knows because he's uh, been around a lot of the performers. You know, well, you know, one day as Bob Hope used to say, one day you're eating the chicken, the next day you're plucking the feathers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> to try to, to try to stay, you know, good and pay, pay your bills uh, every month. Uh, it, it's not an easy thing to do. 
And, you know, one of the, the Loretta Swit told me, she says, what, one of the things she really liked about Paul Newman, I mean, he was a wonderful actor in that, but he never wrote down with, with his resume a star. He always put down working actor. Mm. <laughs> and that's, what, that's the most proud thing you could have is being a working actor or working actress. Well, Jamie, I really want to thank you for taking time out of your day to, to visit with, with uh, Ed, Jim, Eddie, and I and our, my audience. It, it really means a lot to us, and we're humbled by your presence here. Well, I thank you very much, and it's always, you know, I get up every day and, and want to say you got to enjoy each day. There's so many people that have so many problems, and you go, boy, am I thankful. I always tell my wife, I say, count your blessings. You know, whatever we have... Uh, I, I have some health issues now. I know that at 89 years old, I don't expect to be, uh, you know, the uh, six million dollar man. But at least enjoy whatever you're doing. It, yep. it, it, it's it's a it's really a gift. The life is a gift. You just got to know how to unwrap it. <laughs> well, Jamie, thank you for being here. If you ever come back to Kansas City, I hope you save a little time. I'd love to visit with you and share a meal with you. Okay, don't forget the cannolis. Oh, oh, no. Well, I can't ship you cannolis, but if it's okay with you, I'm going to get your um, home address from Jim, and I want to send you some goodies from my bakery. Okay, sounds good. All right. I'll have a nice cup of coffee, Turkish coffee, okay, Jim? Hey, give Joey a big hug. Okay, same to you. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Wow, that was so cool. I'm sure I'm going to get a couple of... I've got a, a few people that send me nasty emails complaining about what I do and when I get off topic. But you know what? There's two things. I'm doing this to have fun, and I'm paying for the show. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> right. And that's all that counts. Yeah. And it's just I, I'll make time for wonderful people like that anytime. I don't care what business they're in. This, this guy, Far, is sweetest guy you ever want to meet. Mm. He's oh, just obviously a great human being. Mm. That was great so neat. Guy. So if he ever comes back to Kansas City, slip me a note. We'll I just, have you with us. I, you know, just if he wants to come in, I'd, it's, I have an open invitation to him just like I do for Marilyn May. You, you, you know, two just, of the best. You know, if they're ever in town on a Saturday, they'll have the they'll have a seat and open mic for an entire hour. That's and for, if my listeners don't like listening to that. Then you know, they don't then, like home cooking. Then, 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 that, <laughs> then that's fine. I, I'm, I'm okay if they listen to another another yeah. show on something like that. So for the listeners out there, uh, to give you an idea, so I do not know until the Monday of the week of the Saturday show whether I'm going to be on live or not. Missouri football, the schedule, you can go check the Missouri football schedule. If they have a game at 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock, I will not be on. I'll be preempted by KMBZ. But here's the guests I have lined up for the next few weeks and topics. Doug Frost, the famous and world-renowned sommelier, will be on my show. He's done a lot of TV and radio. We're going to talk about restaurants. I'm going to have the previous head chef of Gilbert Robinson. He developed a lot of the recipes from restaurants. He's going to be on the week after that. And then I'm also going to have the thank you to Jim Eddie. I'm going to have the family historian for the uh, owners of Smacks. She's got back to me. Susan so she, did? Oh, yep, terrific. Yep. So Susan's going to come on the show. I have uh, Joe Kiltaka, the owner of Stonewall Inn, the pizzas over in Lenexa. If you remember, that was a beautiful old building. He's agreed to come on the show. We're also going to do a food-themed episodes on the Smashburgers, a then and now on French fries. I have Max Floyd from KY102, if you remember that, from back in the 80s and 90s. 
He's going to come on. Then we're also going to do that. I'm, I have to do research on the Zestos versus Wimpies, mm-hmm. and I want to see if I can get the facts on what the origination of that was. Boy, you've got a lineup. Yeah. Terrific. So here's the deal. So if I'm not on live, you can watch the show on Facebook Live. I will be doing that there. And so if you can watch the video, which it's the I sound better on radio than I look on video, but that's fine. <laughs> So you can catch the show live there and actually interact on Facebook. So you have time to find uh, your granddaughter, grandson, or somebody, or your grandma or grandpa to set you up on Facebook. Then if you can't do that live on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, I will also still save that as a podcast. So you can go ahead and listen to it afterwards. All right, we have a few moments here, Jim. I just wanted to save some time for you. What do you think? I think it's going to start raining out there. Well, it is. Oh, yeah. It, it's But uh, we need the rain. Yeah. This has been a great show. So who Terrific else do you know show. like this? I mean, you've you've delivered some uh, some amazing story and peoples and people. Well, and your, your life is full of them. And, of course, everybody has stories, yeah. has good stories. Yeah. No one owns a market on that. Yeah. But... Uh, oh, I your just, buddy George Guastello just won a Lifetime Achievement Award. I saw that. What a guy. So I mean, congratulations that, I to him, George. I said, George, you are now... I call Mr. Kansas City. All the things he's done at that Union Station. and the, Well, he won that because he was on my show about a month ago. I know. And the draft, for heaven's <laughs> sakes, yeah. he, he commanded that. The Union Station is the center of our city again, and he's really responsible for it. Well, Jim, I'll just, I'll just flat out say this to you and to my listeners. Anybody out there that you consider a good friend and has interesting stories, whether in the food business, entertainment business, I don't care. They're welcome on my show. I'll work on it. I, 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 some of these stories deserve to be heard before they're lost forever. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it's what makes makes your heart purr yeah, to hear know, and, and listen. Yeah, I mean, you know, like Jamie Farr, you know, he's a big-time star. He's in, I think, over 100 different shows. If mm-hmm. uh, There's a website called IMDB that just, it, it's, like, it's like the Google of the entertainment industry. You just type in Jamie Farr and you'll see... He was in Bewitched. He was in My Three Sons. He was in hundreds of shows like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just fascinating to see it. But to see as grounded he is, I had no idea how old he was. Yeah, when, you asked, yeah, when you asked me if he remembered the mm-hmm. 80th birthday, I was thinking, well, how long ago could that have been? Nine years. You know, but to still have the values that he has, the memories that he cherishes, he remembered details of being here in Kansas City that I couldn't. Yeah. Well, he's an amazing human being. Mm. He's just... He's terrific. Look at that. Oh, I know. It's crazy out there. The Glad storms I brought are, an umbrella. <laughs> yeah, so so those of you, when the storm lets up, come to the bakery to get your cannolis. Oh, I bet they're going to be delicious. Yeah, they, they will be. So uh, what restaurant do you think that you would love for me or my audience to go dig down and get the story on from, say, from the 60s, 70s that, that you don't personally know? Because if you don't know him, Jasper will. Oh, J.J. knows. He's, he's a, an icon. I'm trying to think now. So many great restaurants that are gone. Yeah. Uh, one of the great ones was a prime rib across the street from the uh, colony on uh, Broadway. Uh, Main, no, Broadway. What am I saying? Main Street. Broadway. The colony was across the street from the prime rib. Uh, Mike Medeo and his partner owned that. That was a great restaurant here many years ago. Fabulous primary, tremendous place. Uh, they're long gone. I miss them. 
uh, Harry Starker's on the plaza. Mm, yep. Golly, Cliff Bath. Phenomenal restaurant. Yeah. Love to hear stories about Cliff. Plaza 3 Steakhouse, that started. Oh, the original Plaza yeah. 3. Yeah. Absolutely. Gilbert Robinson. Well, I'm really hoping that my guest in a couple of weeks can help help me with the recipe for the steak soup oh, yeah. from Plaza well, 3. If he was the original chef at Plaza 3 and for Gilbert Robinson, yeah. he'll have stories. Gilbert Robinson, icons of, of all time out of Kansas City. They yep. really did it. And the Putches, the Putch family. Oh, I, do you Tremendous. know anybody from them, the Putches? Not anymore. I, I know the son, but I don't know him well. Okay. But there's... The son and I think one of the daughters are still around, but the Putch family was phenomenal. Okay, great people. Well, well uh, you and I need to sit together, and what I need to do is try to get um, find a time for you and I and Jasper to sit down. Oh, that would be a be, ball. between the because he comes up with her, and he's but the two of you. I, I'll sit there and I'll shut up and I'll take notes. Yeah, I promise not to talk if I can get the well, two of you together. It's fun when we go with some friends. We go at least once a month to Jasper's. And he'll always come by. He works the dining room. Right. Oh, he. And I tell you what, it's just like fabulous. And Garozo's, I got to yep. mention Mike Garozo, yep. my buddy. Garozo's is fabulous. Those artichokes, my God. Well, uh, Mike's going to be on my show eventually. I'm just yeah. waiting for his, his knee, his knee, knee to recover. Yeah. He's a wonderful guy. Good. Well, so, that's it, it's. I've got my mind's going a mile a minute. I've got two pages of notes over here, and thank goodness I can. Um, we can I can go back and listen to the you show got later today. a great today. lineup coming up. Oh, that's that, that'll be interesting. So all oh. I'm waiting on now. So let's all cheer for Missouri Tigers to go absolutely uh, never lose another game. I want them on every game on prime time. I want to have them ranked in the top five in yeah. the country. Don't come on in the morning. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, for. All of you out there, be sure to come by and see us, uh, myself or Sherry, at Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. We're at 119th and Glenwood in Overland Park, which is two blocks east of Metcalf. We're across from the Cheesecake Factory next door to Johnny's. We're open every Saturday, 8 to 2. The rain will be done in about 40 minutes, so that'll work. Monday fr- through Friday, 8 to 5. But don't forget the kitchen closes at 3 normally. Even though this is our 30th year in business, we still strive to get better at everything we do. And as a re- result of the short, we better understand what it takes to stand the taste test of time. Lastly, don't forget that this and all of our shows are available worldwide on all podcast platforms. Just search for Kansas City Food Memories. Thank you, Jim, for being here. My pleasure. And that was good. And uh, thank you, Chris, for your assistance on the boards. And thank all of you for listening. And see you next Saturday at 10 a.m. This concludes this broadcast of Kansas City Food Memories.